0: Hi, I'm Johnny Reinhardt. And I'm Megan Francis. And you're listening to the Meet the Makers podcast. In this show, we talk to the masters who create beer, wine, and spirits in Southwest Michigan to hear what inspires their craft. It's all part of the Makers Trail. You can learn all about the Makers that are part of the Makers Trail at makerstrail.org and plan your route with the map available right at their website, makerstrail.org. And now it's time to meet the makers. Welcome to another episode of Meet the Makers. Very excited about this one. Going to be heading to beautiful Buchanan. It's a great place to hang out, especially if you make your way to Layman Orchard's farmhouse. Great beer, great ciders. They have just about everything, really. When uh, we learned all this stuff from Steve Lecklider, who is the owner and operator, brewer, distiller. He's just a jack of all trades and just a really cool story. Not only of uh, the history behind Layman Orchards and all the great stuff they've done over the years, but also a great story behind the building that the Layman Orchards Farmhouse is in. So without further ado, I always wanted to say that. Let's get this one started. So you're making all
1: kinds of stuff. You're making beer, you're making spirits, you're making wine. All right here? Um almost everything here so i started off as a winemaker cider maker okay and so i i still have the original um winery at my uh fruit farm yeah and so um, uh and then this was more of an extension of what i'm already doing so um a lot of customers uh, they were interested in my products but not everyone was a fan of wine and cider so they said well what else do you have you know, so <laughs> so that's uh you know it's 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 interesting because uh, you know the other two items, the distillery and the brewery, they're they're related. Yeah. Um, and so I've I've actually become a better winemaker since I've been making beer and spirits. That's really cool. So how long have you been doing this? So the uh, the winery opened in 2008, but I've been making uh, value-added products since 2000. Okay. So you know you name it, I've been making jams and salsas, and so uh, you know it's. Uh, it's exciting because uh, you know the trends are changing, and so yeah. you, you know I listen to the customers more than anything else, and it's uh, you know it's it's they they always report back to me you know what's what's new what's the next flavor.
0: Right. Yeah, well, that, that's what's cool is that you can, uh, you can, you have the ability to kind of play around with all the different types of things and whether it's, you know, wine or, or spirits and then you get to have fun with it and then maybe even combine some of that stuff and then you got something totally
1: new. Absolutely. And then so you can always uh, add, add your slant to what you're doing. So, you know, I'm a fruit farmer. So, I, you know, I, I've been playing around with uh, the fruit beers. Yeah. And so that easily lends itself to the. The wild beers so the uh, so you you pick the fruit and you know instead of uh, boiling the fruit before you use it in the beer you just you leave the wild yeast in yeah. there and so it's a, a takeoff on the the wild sour beer so how long you how long have you been doing all this stuff from like
0: is this start when you were a kid and you had interest in, in this type of stuff or what, what did it, how did it get started for you
1: um, well uh, I went through a couple of uh, phases I was a musician first yeah. and so I think that 's where I got the creative edge and um, and then and then I started uh, with the fruit farm um, as a hobby as a side um, and uh, and then as i I think I 've always been a marketer of yeah. new ideas and so I think maybe the co- you know combination of those factors right um, and so I was a farm marketer for years and my customers would always ask, you know, what's new? What's next? And so I'm yeah. always looking for the next fruit. And so it's kind of, you know, still playing on that idea of, you know, what else is out there? Yeah. Um, yeah, you get to play around and have
0: some fun. And, uh, you know, we're here at the, uh, the what's called the farmhouse uh, here in, in Buchanan. And uh, the place is awesome. and it's, it, But it's an old building that you guys refurbished. And, and what did it used
1: to be? So I, I think this started as um, one of the center buildings of the Clark Manufacturing. Okay. And so they, they were into uh, making forklifts and tow motors and they had patents on, you know, rear axle housings that were one piece and that type of thing and so um this building uh was built around 1940 and then clark manufacturing went out of business in uh, the early 80s okay um and then this building um so originally i think this building was a center meeting yeah you know on the diagram it said that it was more of a you know sales room okay um and then it became a clark lab for the large you know uh, pieces of equipment they would design um, the, you know, the engineers would meet into in this room that we, we turned into, mm-hmm. the tap room, um, they would meet there and then you know, uh, carry out some experiments in the, the warehouse. That's really cool.
0: And, and it's cool because you're in this building now and you're kind of still experimenting. With, uh, with all the different stuff, like you said, with, with fruit beers and, and different things that you got going on, uh, but you're also expanding the place and doing construction and and
1: making the place even better. What, what do you got going on right now? Uh, so right now we're, um, I mean, we have definite places where we're manufacturing the, uh, the, the beers and the spirits. Um, and as a farmer, I like to double up in the spaces. So not only are we making the beer in the kitchen, but we're also making sandwiches in the kitchen. So oh, it's cool. a double use. Um, but as a side note, uh, Another idea that we have is, uh, you know, this experience economy. Well, people, they they like the space because it uh, reminds them of the old manufacturing. Yeah. But we're bringing in that farm element, and so eventually, I'd like to have a, like a, a space where. You know, people can get married or they can celebrate a birthday or something like that. And so that's the, the, uh, we're working on that space also.
0: Oh, that's cool. So you can do just about anything in
1: here. I think so. I think so. You know, another idea that we're having is, uh, you know, we'd love to have a space where we can show old films. You know, the public domain films where you can just download onto your computer, the, you know, the Charlie Chaplin or the the silent films. You know, it's just, so it's another idea. Yeah, it's just... Like an open floor plan for for just about any idea that you have. It's interesting because, you know, you can try an idea, and if it doesn't work, you can just move on to the next idea.
0: (laughs) Now, now you said you started as a a musician. Uh, So where did that decide where you decided to move into this?
1: Um, you know, I think it was the, the having that connection to the family fruit farm. So I always spent my summers helping out at my, with my grandparents. They had a, um, cherry orchard. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I helped out there and then I moved to this area for another job, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to play music and to teach and to to repair musical instruments. And so I don't know, I think it was just that connection back to the land and, you know, um, raising fruit and the different ideas there right and it's been in your family for for that i mean the name layman orchards i mean that's been around for
0: for a long time
1: yeah i think uh, my grandfather traded for this farm in 1929 wow so that's that's a long time wow
0: that's really cool and uh it's wonderful th- to see all of this stuff happening Especially right here in downtown Buchanan, uh, you know, uh, it's starting to grow and and cool new things. And you've got a lot of people coming in here. And it's really cool because, you know, you have these people that are coming in. And like you said earlier, that they're just saying, what else you got? What what else is new? And you're able to say, well, let's play play around and do something like this.
1: It's really exciting and so we never know what's what else we're going to be into and especially with Buchanan um, you know there's a lot of, a lot of uh, people who are inventive and you know are willing to try just another idea right. um, so yeah' it's, uh, it's an exciting time
0: so uh, walk me through the, the uh, if I was coming here for the very first time uh, what am I going to experience when I walk into here into the farmhouse?
1: so the first room you go into is our store so we have a 30 by 30 uh, sectioned off part of the warehouse where we built walls and um, and we have all of our products that we uh, offer in the tap room plus additional products that uh, we make at the farm Um, so we you know we offer jams um, jellies uh, salsas uh, beer you name it it's all in the tap room Um, and I think that's uh, I started off as a uh, in more of a retail type mm-hmm. of idea uh, going to the farmer's market. So I've, that's always been the core of my, you know, my offerings is to, to offer everything. Right. And um, and so you'd have a choice of, you know, if you like something on the menu, you can always pick it up on the way out. That's cool. Um, and so the uh, so that's the first room, and then there's a hallway that connects to our tap room, and it's, so it's uh, 60 by 35. We can hold uh, 99 people in the tap room. And wow. So we have a bar there. We we have uh, 18 beers on tap. We've got six ciders. Um, we could also we have a small uh, mixed drink menu that we offer. Um, you know we can, uh, or you can also sample our brandies and our okay. spirits wow so the the sky's the limit on on what you can have when you walk in here it, it really is and then we're always adding another idea so another beer another cider we just released our i had a bourbon barrel cider that i had in uh, bourbon barrels for three years wow and so i just released that on tap um, uh, I, I just released another uh, fruit beer. I had a blackcurrant porter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think, um, you know, as far as matching the flavors, that really matched the porter much better than what I was doing before. Sure. Um, and then uh, spirit-wise, I'm going to do some Eau de Vee, uh, pear, and also cherry. Uh, that's coming up. So wow. there's always another idea, another uh, something to, you know, to work with. Exactly,
0: and, you, and then also in your in your kitchen with the, the sandwiches or anything, the food-wise, you're able to play around with that and, and pair something with the, the beers or the brandies, and it's just all kinds of different fun stuff you can do.
1: We like changing it up. And then, you know, if something is, uh, kind of becomes more uh, seasonal, we can mm-hmm. always move on to something, um, you know, and, and especially with the fruit coming in to season, I'm thinking we're going to incorporate more of the, the, the local fruit, the local right. idea into the menu. That's really cool. I mean, it's just,
0: it's so many fun things that you can do with all of that. And uh, yeah, you're just, you're expanding and
1: doing some fun stuff and uh, uh, figuring out what people like. It is, I think uh, that that part is very exciting. And I don't think that part will ever change. I think that uh, people almost demand that when they go into a, a local establishment.
0: That's wonderful. What would you say are like your your mainstays that people uh, come back every single time and say, "Oh, I love that. I, I got to make sure that you got that." Or, what what are some of those?
1: Well, I think uh, beer wise, <clears throat> um, you know, we have a couple of lagers on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Kolsch. Um, uh We have some dark beers. The the Scotch Ale, uh, Russian Imperial. Uh, those are all mainstays, and I think a lot of people they you know, they, they like those beers and so that they'll always try those. And the, the part that, you know, changes that might be the fruit beers. Um, and as far as the ciders, uh, you know, we had a, we, we, it seems like, uh, if somebody likes a cider, they'll always change down the, Yeah. you know, so it's nice to have a variety on tap. Um, so yeah, uh. Well, I I think we're still experimenting. I think we're still. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like you said, you're always experimenting
0: and and having fun and and playing around with some stuff like that. What would you say is your favorite uh, thing not only to make, but also to drink?
1: Uh, You know, I like the flavor profile. I like the complexity of the Belgian. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a dark Belgian and I, I just made a blonde Belgian. Uh, ale that I think it'll be really interesting. I think I just appreciate the the complexity of the grain bill. Yeah. on On that one, um, I, the, another new beer is a Northeast IPA. Yeah. And um, you know it's a cloudy IPA, and you're swirling in the different flavors at the end of the uh, right after the boil. Um, and I think that's going to be that idea mm-hmm. of uh, mixing the. The hops and the you know some of the sweeter flavors that's going to stay stick around for a long yeah, time.
0: Yeah, I've I've noticed that popping up more and more uh, in in this area with a lot of different breweries that are, are trying out that whole like New England style. That seems to be the new the new thing. And and with especially with the the ingredients that you have to play with, you'll be able to have fun with just about anything.
1: And and I think mixing it up, and so you yeah. can always mix up that tart sweet combination. You know, and and then making sure that, you know, just before you offer it, make sure that everything is adjusted properly. And, um, you know, I think that's here to stay. I think the range of flavors people are after the the, um, you know, they they like that experience. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, you mentioned uh, movies and things like that. Are there any other uh, event ideas that uh, that you have in the works that you're you're planning on doing or that you have been doing here consistently?
1: Um, well, actually, tonight we're, we're going to, well, no, I'm sorry, tomorrow night, mm-hmm. we're going to offer uh, live music tomorrow night and then Saturday. Um, we have trivia night on Fridays. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're always looking for, um, I'm thinking, you know, another participation idea would be the, the euchre, maybe. Sure. Um, the team play. Yeah. In the tap room. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Um, so, yeah, and, and when, we evo- when we open up the, uh, the patios, mm-hmm. you know, later in the year, um, I think we'll, we'll look toward even more uh, venues for musicians. Sure. You know, you could, you could actually have a larger band outside. Right.
0: That's really cool. And there's, yeah. like you said, there's an open floor plan for do just about anything. And having such a large room that you can, uh, you know, move stuff around and can reconfigure, you can do just about anything, from movies to music to, to anything. Yeah, that's kind of exciting to have
1: that variety. Yeah,
0: so what, what's, uh, I always like to ask people, what's like a, a secret that, uh, maybe something you got in the works that you haven't really been telling everybody about, but it, you're, you're trying it and seeing if it's gonna work out?
1: Well, we are going to be adding a, a wine bar. And so okay. uh, with that, uh, with uh, the ability to do a nitro, nitrogen push instead of the, the CO2 push with the yeah. beers, um, I'd like to put some you know, more ciders. I'd like to do a cider beer. I'd like to do a, um, well, I'm sorry. I'd like to do a, a coffee cider. Yeah. Um, we're playing around with some coffee. So I'd like to do a you know, coffee cider, maybe a, a couple of coffee beers and then match the flavors of the coffee to the yeah. beers. I'd like to do that. And then also maybe have a couple of cocktails mm-hmm. um, where you could do uh, an apple pie Cocktail using yeah. our own honey crisp apple cider, and then wow. with uh, fortify it with uh, you know some apple brandy, and oh, have man. that as a, a mixed drink. What's really cool about that is you can the same you'll have the same flavor consistently yeah. if I if I'm able to offer that on tap. Right. So that's what I'm working toward right now. Oh, that's really cool, Steve. This
0: has been a, a fun experience of just uh, sitting and talking with you and learning more about all the stuff at, here at Lehman Orchards. And, uh, you know, it seems like it's just uh, a fun thing you're doing and then uh, you're enjoying it. And it's a great thing because we're right here in the fruit belt of, of Michigan and you're doing it all with all kinds of different things.
1: Well, thank you so much. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate
0: that. What What's the best
1: place for uh,
0: for people to find more information about everything you guys got going on?
1: So we have a website, but um, I recommend following us on the Facebook, farmhouse. Yeah. Uh, layman's farmhouse yeah. um and also instagram um and then with our farm opening up in mid may mm-hmm. uh that's how i market a lot of the fruits right you know what's happening this weekend and i can list all of the fruits and take pictures and um and i list all the hours that way so it's the social media if, yeah if they you know if they link up with us on the facebook that's great that's, that's great definitely stuff. the best place
0: wonderful stuff uh, happening right here in uh, downtown buchanan uh here at layman orchards farmhouse Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Meet the Makers. We'd love for you to leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Remember, it's all brought to you by the Makers Trail. Plan your route at makerstrail.org.